Just in my head. <laughs> so welcome to the uh, Night Errand podcast. We're here with King Fluff, or Ben, as he's known. So we're at his event. So if Ben, do you want to talk us about the event? Yeah, so uh, this is the uh, seventh instalment of our um, Cataclysm of Iron event series. Uh, it's number five, but we did two prelude events, so that's why its a, numbers are a bit odd. Um, this is Zalaki 2, a relief of Zalaki 2, which is a siege-based event. Um, every player is bringing with them some fortifications and an uh, event-specific character called a Siege Master. So each table will dictate whether players play as a defender or an attacker, um, with lots of kind of environmental effects and stuff taking place as well. So yeah, I've uh, I've decided to run a new list for well, a new right of raw, uh, Day of Sorrows, which is a second time outing and it's just for some difference. Pete, what have you run? Uh, so I've got two ultramarines forces that are going to be taking part in this. One is obviously the attack. One's obviously a defence force uh, and I'm really excited for the defence force because it's got a fortress of redemption with it as my um, main defensive works for this siege campaign um, King Fluff I'm really interested in the special character and the genesis of a special character for an event um, you'd be able to talk us a little bit about how you came up with the idea for your siege masters yeah it was um, primarily kind of out of necessity really so um to have somebody who is uh, in charge of an attacking force, kind of based on the Space Marine console, um, Siege siege Wrecker, is it? Possibly? <laughs> siege Master. Siege... The other one. Yeah, So the console, the Space Marine console type, um, but obviously making it a bit more generic, so if people want to bring Sister Silence, or they want to bring Mechanicum, or they want to bring a Xenos Force, the event, um, it's an upgrade that everybody could take. Um, so what we wanted to do was really push the hobby element of it. Um, so putting in a, an additional unit people need to bring with them, um, such as Siege Master and Fortification. What we've done this event is we've um, made the painter competition centered around those. So it's an opportunity for people to kind of promote their hobby skills in terms of making and painting. Um, and that means that um, we can kind of give them a, a nice certificate at the end of it for someone who comes out on top. So it's it's nice to kind of celebrate that. Um, and also, you know, I think a lot of people have been playing Heresy for a long time. So it's good to do something fresh. It's good to, to provide something uh, at a necessity that people need to do that's new. Um, and it kind of um, gets people stopped kind of off the couch so to speak so they're not kind of going oh I've just got an army I'll just take that army um, it's something for them to think about and, and address and it also gives them opportunity to to kind of build and paint something to add to their army as well which is kind of we're more about the hobby side than we are about the gaming side so uh, the gaming side is like the payoff at the end um, but what we really want to see is really like well painted armies um, well crafted forces that on a, you know look beautiful on the table uh, and that's the kind of thing we're really pushing yeah, that's really good to hear because uh, we are massively into the narrative and every event that you ever do is narrative-based. Talking about Cataclysm of Iron, are you able to give us a, a quick synopsis of where we're up to? This is clearly the seventh event, uh, but Cataclysm of Iron 5, this is a siege part of what's going on within the system. Can you just tell us a little bit about that narrative that you've created for, for your uh, event attendees to take part in? Yeah, it's uh, it's um, yeah hard to sum up in a few words really. Um, like you said, it is it's kind of we're on the seventh event now. So um, this we started this about five years ago, 
four or five years ago. So this is well before Forge kind of addressed it in their Crucible of Retribution book. Um, so we'd already, I think we'd already done three or four events up to that point. Um, and the, the, we've kind of filled in the blanks, as it were. Um, we've got some protagonists and antagonists within the, the storyline. Um, notably, uh, there's uh, an errant uh, Archmagos, uh, Hector Durr, who is uh, on board his ship, the Fidelitas Ego, uh, which is actually our uh, Cataclysm of Iron 7 event. So it's a Zone Mortalis event fighting on board his ship. Um, the, um, he's been tampering with, well, Xenos light forms and possibly a bit of dark magics as well. So um, when we get to number seven, um, his plans or the majority of his plans are revealed um, to uh, the loyalists who then are gonna have to deal with that kind of later on. Um, the culmination of our series of Cactus Vine 8, which will be in October, that will, um, it's a, a multi-game system event so we're going to be running, um, I've written a, a different version of Battlefleet Gothic, so we'll be using that. Um, we'll be doing uh, Heresy Kill Team. We'll be doing um, Heresy kind of apocalypse size games as well, and a bit of AT. But all those game systems will interact. So um, we're going to have costumed characters who will be part of the event. So it, it's something that I don't think I've seen, but well, certainly not, in a, a kind of UK event. Um, I think the Australians do quite a lot of, they like dressing up, I think. Um, so, uh, so when our tickets go live, there will be tickets on there, um, which will be volunteer tickets, um, and they will get to come and play a part on the day. They'll also get the costume to take away at the end of it as well. So um, it, it's, it's gonna be a really fun one, that. So we're hoping that there's a lot 80 players out there. Uh, there's people who like, um, Centurion style games for like the Heresy Kill Team um, so that we can kind of get a real full room um, so all those inter interactive systems will work together but um, yeah so uh, Hector Durr is the, is the bad guy kind of um, and yeah it's all going to go properly pear-shaped <laughs> towards the end so um, yeah what we're going to do is we're going to publish the story as a book um, so all the games will have fed into that story. Um, so it's um, all the missions and, and the, the scenarios and stuff from the narratives will all be in there as well. So it'll be this real kind of epic kind of story that you can kind of read from the start um, where the heresy wasn't really a big thing right the way up to like blood letters crawling out of your eyeball sockets and stuff. That sounds absolutely fantastic. So keep your eyes open for those tickets going on sale. Really interested to try the Battlefleet Gothic or Battlefleet Heresy type rules that you've devised as well. That, that just sounds amazing. Um, so specifically this event, what are you hoping will be uh, the big takeaway from from what happens in terms of the story, uh, either the story or just for the event itself. Um, I think our our kind of aim really is that. Um, people have a good time and they go away and, and they have memorable games I think that's the big thing for us and that might not be because they won uh, it might not be because they lost it might be because a crazy creature jumped out of the jungle and ate them or, or they got five kind of volcanic boulders on the head during a deployment or whatever um, 
there is kind of um, that kind of element of what people expect from an event. Um, and obviously we can't really cater for that. But what we hope is that as people, more people come to the events, more people play, um, they will see the, what we're trying, we're trying to do with the narrative element of it and they'll enjoy that and obviously spread the word. And so people's expectations will kind of change when they come to events that it's not, it's not like throwing the schools. It's not, it's not 150 people standing in rows, rolling dice, um, and, and people taking like you know, 15 nights and, and a Warlord Titan and, and three Ordinatus and stuff like that. It's um, obviously that's fine for people to bring, but our tables always, the narrative on our tables always kind of add a twist. So potentially, you know, you might bring a knight army, but they might be squeezing through corridors that are too small and they're taking hull points off every time they walk. So, you know, there is that kind of element to it. Um, but definitely what we want people to do is to kind of go away and feel like they've had a really good weekend. They've met some new people. I think that's a really important thing. Um, the reason for us setting up the events was that um, in the kind of local area, there wasn't a lot of heresy at the time. So um, having an outlet to play was, was quite difficult to find. So what we thought was actually, if we start events, then you create a community because people are coming to that to that venue to play a game. So you don't have to worry too much about a local scene. You are making kind of more of a local scene. Um, and that seems to be happening. We've got people coming from all over the country, so it's really good to see that people are kind of on board with that. Obviously, fortifications is a slightly different thing. Is there any reason you wanted to do that particularly, or did you just decide you haven't seen much fortifications in the uh, on the tables? Um, to be honest, it's kind of a bit of both, really. And um, the fortifications thing really fa uh, really fitted in with the storyline. Um, Zulaki Two is um, in the the AT book. And it is a, a siege uh, engagement. So um, we kind of wanted to kind of pay homage to the stuff that Forgeworld was producing, uh, you know, in terms of their, their content um, and kind of knit it into our kind of narrative. As I said, we were already doing um, the events before the book came out. So it was kind of a way of acknowledging the fact that, that it kind of, it's the same sort of thing, um, just from different perspectives. Um, and also, yeah, like you said, we do, you don't see people bring fortifications to heresy games unless you're an Iron Warriors player or Solar Auxilia um, you just don't see them on the table so it's a good opportunity for people to dust off things they've probably had sitting in their bits box for years and years um, or to explore you know other ranges I know, I know some of the guys that come in have bought in um, some really cool kits from third party retailers and that's great I mean that's something we really encourage we're not necessarily um, you know it has to be Games Workshop products that people put on the table um, it's you know, it's, it's your hobby, it's what you want to do with it. So if you find a, a third-party retailer that sells really cool siege works or whatever, then great, bring them with you and play with them. That's, that's, the, that's the important thing. We're virtually at the start of the event, so hopefully we'll catch you halfway through and hopefully you'll be able to hear some people who are playing some games in a minute. So what... Sorry, I'm going to have to be very... Ah, Morgan. <laughs> so what army are you... Running. I uh, brought me off Legion today. And why have you? Are you making any lists last minute? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've, um, I, I did my attacker list last night, and my defender list is um, very similar um, because I've only bought seven models. So, yeah. so uh, as you've just seen, we've got some little cards from Ben. What do you think about them? 
I wish I'd known that before I wrote my list. <laughs> if I'm honest, I'm like, I like this uh, heavy duty drop uh, attacker strategy, uh, giving some deep strike to things that wouldn't have added. That would have saved me 100 points on my drop pod. Uh, but you know, yeah, it, looks, it looks like a nice little twist to uh, to things today, something tomorrow. Why are you going to use it for that? I haven't got a clue because I've got a warmonger as well for deep strike. Ah. <laughs> I have got, I've got Leviathan so I thought, oh, that's interesting. Well, uh, somebody had some uh, some free information, didn't they? Uh, no, no, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. Well, um, obviously, I've got obviously off tactic, so I was thinking of a few things might be infiltrating, but now deep striking instead, that gives me something like maybe tank hunter or something like that instead, so it gives me a few options. So, uh, are you looking forward to the event? No. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. I love King Fluff events. Uh, it's, um, yeah, they've always been really uh, entertaining. I've had a great weekend with them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's nice to be able to go. How many have you been to? Or uh, I think this is my third one. Sounds about right. Something like that. Um, so, yeah, as I say, good fun. Good fun. Good bunch of guys have come down to. So, go, go for your uh, Alpha Legion list then. As I, as I saw you writing it out, so I'd go, oh, I haven't made a defender list. You might as well have the def- I wanted to see the defender one now, you've uh, literally just made it. For uh, Primate's Chosen Right of War, um, simply because uh, I haven't got massive amounts of Alpha Legion finished painted yet. Um, so we've got Alpharius, obviously, HQ in there. Um, I decided to go with a Praetor, um, make up a few points for him, and a Saboteur because we all love that um, automatic penetrating hit when they uh, when they turn up, so that will be hopefully helpful. Um, we've got a Contemptor uh, with a Conversion Beamer and a, a Grav in his fist. Oh, nice. Um, Three equal tactical squads, all with artifice power arm, uh, power daggered and uh, power fisted Praetor uh, sergeant. Sorry. Um, so yeah, three of those in there, ten man each. Um, we've got a, uh, a Lord of War deletion unit in the Terminator squad. Um, five of those with uh, combi melts and chain fists, um, and I threw in an extra one with the uh, combi bolter in there just because I had a few points left over. Uh, another Terminator squad with. Uh, um, all with Volkites and um, uh, Power Axes. And then we've got Fire Raptor, uh, Leviathan with the uh, Psychonic Melt Lance, and a Arcus uh, with the Sky Spear. So, yeah, that seems quite a powerful list, uh, but I don't play, see? <laughs> um, it would be if I can remember rules, which I very rarely do, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. <laughs> on that one. So, what, what was your uh, fortification on it? Uh, Firestorm Redoubt. Yeah, nice, nice. So it's Alpharius making a scene for both lists. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all Alpharius, aren't they? But, uh, yeah. but yeah, it'll be it'll be down for both of them. So I'm hoping the uh, preferred enemy might come in a bit, a bit handy in that. Uh, especially with so much. I mean, seeing the amount of sizes of cases that are being brought in here, um, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot more on the table than I'll be putting down. <laughs> I must admit, my, my list is just horrendous. I just picked things that I haven't used before. I thought, I haven't, that never gets out on the tabletop. I'll, I'll chuck that in. To be fair, that's a good thing with some of these King Fluff events. You, you can do that, and everyone's here to have a laugh. Everyone's here to have a good game. It's not a, a whackers uh, 
hangout, is it? It's, it, it's like-minded people coming down having a narrative event. So yeah, if you if you put the time in to do something, it doesn't matter if it's that effective or not. You want to play it, your models and use them, and everyone's happy with it. So you, have you got any more legions, or is it just the Alpha Legion for yourself? Um, no, I've, I've, I've had a big ultramarine army which I've decided to part ways with quite a lot of it um, and now taking it down the destroyer route so I've got a load of those that need painted up. Um, I've got a thousand Suns Force um, which again isn't much more than built at the moment so there's a lot more painting to go there and um, I might, might be tempted to dip my toe into a Raven Guard Force when, um, when the new rules drop. Uh, I've got a few, few models stacked away waiting to be built up. I think uh, there might be some changes uh, from the leaks about the different talons and stuff, so I don't want to build a list yet until, uh, until new stuff comes out and we can see what the cannon guard take. Yeah, well, hopefully, well, sh- I hope we're here, going to hear something soon. So, cheers for that, Morgan. I'm going to kidnap you for the rest of the event now. You're never going to sit in this chair again, are you? Saw <laughs> <No. laughs> so a chair, you thought, I'll sit in, that, that was it then. <laughs> Just talk about your games or why have you? Oh, okay. How you want? Yeah. Who do I need to address? Just, just, just talk about your game. Just talk out loud. Yeah. So how was your game? Uh, yeah, my game was uh, it was good. I uh, got absolutely uh, te- destroyed from the very first roll. I lost two thousand points within the uh, before I could roll one die. How um, did you do that? Uh, poor list selection, uh, poor deployment, uh, poor rolling on both reserves and my assassin rolls, um, a mixture of those things. Also quite a bit of poor unit selection, is it, it really led to a lot of that. Um, so yeah, that was a bit disheartening. <laughs> Two-thirds of my army gone before I've even rolled a dice. Uh, and actually, he, he shot off all the units I wanted to use, so that was, that was fun. Um, yeah, it was fun. So you lost terribly, um, and I actually, it was the first time using uh, two-thirds of my army, uh, and they're all two-thirds of things I wanted to use, new assassins, new things I painted just for this event, uh, new characters, new units, they all died before getting to use them, or move them. Um, that was fun. Uh, the rest of the game was me trying to eke out victory points by doing some really full cheesy maneuvering and, and rules interpretations, um, which I did. But losing 2,000 points in the first turn without moving is was tough. It's tough. What was your army? The theme of the army is uh, Ultramarine's Destroyer's List that uh, was sent with some assassin support. So it had seven assassins in it, um, plus a murder servitor, Clade, uh, and then nothing but destroyers as, as well. Uh, I lost both Moritats and both squads of destroyers in the first turn. I lost all the murder servitors in the first turn. I lost one full tactical squad in the first turn with a rhino. Uh, I lost two assassins in the first turn, so all I had left was 13 models after the first turn. Uh, so that was fun. Oh, but I did have 10 terminators in reserve, deep striking down. They deep struck down, but 
they all had combi melters, but half of them missed with their combi melters. Um, so it was five shots versus a bunker. The bunker didn't die. So they died. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good luck. Uh, it was fun though, because I could score one. It was tactical objective, so I could score one objective very easily from the first turn, because you can score it at the end of the turn as opposed to the end of the game. Scored one, scored another one because I issued a challenge of my my uh, assassin versus um, five myrmidons. He lost the challenge, but the objective was to issue a challenge, so I, I scored the, the, the objective. Um, and then uh, the last one was kill his warlord, and I thought the ten deep striking terminators, the call me melters, could kill the warlord. Versus mech and poor shooting, you can't you can't do it because it was shooting versus three thalax and the the magas versus ten multi call me melters. I thought that could do it, you know? No, not even close actually. Didn't even kill one thalax. <laughs> uh, so it was fun. It was fun though. It was like a. It's something fun about being so far behind from the very moment you started the game, to then to try and weasel your way into points was quite fun. Oh yeah. And and also like, uh, one of my 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 Venus assassin, which is like the computer nerd who like hacks into things. For some reason, he's got a power fist. Uh, so I did stupid things with him, like I charged the Thanatar with just that one computer nerd, and uh, he almost killed the, Th- the Thanatar. And I was, he did three wounds versus the Thanatar in one go, and I was like, it's pretty cool, you know. <laughs> once you, once you, once you, you know, once you've lost, you're kind of free to do anything, uh, which was fun. So it was good. But two thousand points in one go was like, oh, that's cool. I'll just take those off. I just put them down. But I'll take them off. <laughs> See, that was fun. Looking good. Connor, you want to? Uh, what you? Upset? I'm just saying, uh, mission accomplished. We got him. <laughs> so many kids here. <laughs> so many kids. So I honestly do believe that there should be an award, at least one victory point, for the one who drinks the most. <laughs> I don't know why there's not. What's the point of it's drinking? Only a race between me and you, though. There's a problem. <laughs> Exactly. The funny thing is, he's not even pressed record yet. <laughs> I know. In fact, I just grabbed this. I'm just talking into it. <laughs> so, I, no, listen, I drove here. I gotta walk home now. <laughs> You've never driven anywhere in your life. Nah. I would never do anything as pedestrian as drive. <laughs> so, how are you actually talking about nothing? I did talk about my game. I'm happy to talk about my favorite type of aircraft carrier. Still recording. Yeah. Talk about the aircraft if you want. Oh, what's Talk about the aircraft. Nimitz class is obviously the best. I thought you were going to say American ones. Nimitz class is American. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, not all American aircraft carriers are better than every other type of aircraft carrier. It's just the Nimitz and the super aircraft carrier, which is pretty cool. It's more cool super. It's actually a class that's in production right now. It's the Gerald Forty class aircraft carrier, which is super awesome aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Most American <laughs> name that you could ever come up yeah, with. I mean, super. listen, <laughs> it, you can talk shit when you have one. <laughs> Until you have one, you can get absolutely fucked. 
Um, yeah, it's, just, it's pretty cool. Good chip, you know. So you, have you explained how you have got your ass completely handed to you by mapping? No, I did. Yeah, yeah. No, pretty, pretty. Two thousand points in turn one. Two thousand points in turn one. Every character in turn one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny when someone come over to you afterwards and it was like, oh yeah, so how did your sisters do? And you're like, oh yeah, they're okay. No, no, no. No, to be fair, that was the one model that survived. Um, she survived. You would think assassins charging like a generic mechanic unit would do something. No. No. Did nothing. They don't do anything. Um, the Vindicare did literally nothing. It's terrible. It just shoots one shot. It's like... I think I've taken my Vindicators out. My, my attack is this now. The Vindicator? No, no, actually, I've kept it. I Vindicator? Yeah. He's talking about Vindicator Assassins. I've oh, Vindicator Assassins. Yeah. Oh, oh no, a, Vin a Vindicator would be way better than a Vindicator. <laughs> yeah. One of them's a big shot. One of them's not a big shot. <laughs> and how did your Moritats get on? They did not get on. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> The truth is, I thought I had a really good plan. So one of the assassins gives you plus one uh, to seize, and another assassin gives you reroll to seize. And I didn't get first turn, so I was like, plus one to seize with a reroll, I can probably seize. And then one of the assassins allows you to, to remaneuver one unit d six, two d six inches. And I had the my primary objective was kill his warlord, and I was in a bunker. So the plan was to redeploy the warlord, you know, two d six inches towards my moritats. Sees, and they have scouts, so they can scout up and get like it would. He would have been directly in front of two Moritats, the warlord. I rolled two ones on the uh, redeploy, so I couldn't get him out of the bunker, and then I failed both seize rolls. <laughs> <laughs> so it went well. Solid plan, though. We got him. We got him. We got him. <laughs> we got him. Now, now watch this drive. <laughs> start, start saving yourself your own line objective. Okay, I'm not going to win. Let's at least kill that. Oh, well, just, you know, yeah. just go with a model. Kill one model. That, well, that's, that's what I had. I said I was going to kill the Thanatar with the um, with the Venus, and he did three wounds. Cool, cool, cool. And then uh, he's only talking to four. The servitor arm of the tech priest killed me. He's got a three plus info. One, one hit, one wound, one invul save, three plus, fails. I have continued the uh, trend of making my personal character an animal, so he's toughness five now. Nice. I'm going for Eternal Warrior next, that's the plan. That's a good, that's a good plan. And I'm just going to throw him at things. And prove that Sigismund is not that bad. <laughs> Sigmund is bad. There's, he's good. You can't argue that. But he's not that bad. He's not as bad as a. What is that bad? What's your benchmark? So he. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Like, if you're setting your own benchmark, yeah, anything could be anything. Well, in terms of, if you just deny challenges to him, he's not that good. Okay, sure, but that means you're not getting your best things in combat. Most of them are in characters. Yeah, no, 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 I, no, I, I, I like playing Caesar. I mean, as an opponent to yeah. him, you just deny his challenges. No, but what I mean is, like, if you charge something, most times there's only one character, so, and that character is usually what you have your good <coughs> weapons on. So, yeah. you don't do that. It's true, but then it depends what you put on, it depends what legion you're on. Yeah, it's true. Because you, you'd, you'd save your Praetor and a bunch of wounds to 
pretty much probably win combat then. I have a question for you though. Just, Why did you choose Imperial Fist? They, they're just so lame. Because they're clearly the best legions. Why the fist? They're not even involved did, in the did, heresy. Why did you Why did you buy into the fanboys? Why did you just go with the poster boys? Ultramarines? Yeah. I mean, clearly, thank you, thank you for the question. No, I'm no, glad you brought that up. Clearly, because no how long? What's the battery? In this um, let's let's talk about why. So let me let me talk about this. Let me. Let's I will talk about why you only got into Games Workshop games on face value. You looked at the first thing and was like, so, "Yes, that's me." So, you had one goal in Pure Fist to build a wall. You sucked at building the wall. You couldn't even build the wall. You didn't that. even have to fight. You only had one job. Build a wall big enough that people couldn't go over the wall. And guess what happened? You didn't do it. The, the resources of the entire universe at your, your disposal with unlimited power and you couldn't build a wall. That's honestly just shocking behavior. Um, I think he's got you because you're not saying. No, no, let him finish. Ultramarines, the entire leech was ambushed on a planet and almost destroyed. And do you know what happened? It didn't impact the Legion whatsoever because... No, it didn't because there's 200,000 Marines in reserve because we're fucking badasses. Like, we understand that you have to have logistics, planning, Excel sheets, you know, admins, and, like, that makes a huge difference. Uh, Imagine if Ultrians were building that wall. The wall would have built seven times. So how is your planning to get back to Terra in time? Terra is not important, actually. <laughs> uh, what's important is the uh, the you know the continuation of the Imperium, which is why Imperium Secundus was a totally rational decision to make. That's why they didn't they didn't get back because they wanted to take the Emperor. They didn't want to. I mean, I mean listen, that is a legitimate fact. No, that, that's that's a legitimate, I mean, poor interpretation of reality. Uh, I mean, let's not bring that up. Uh, <laughs> the new Gilman model just sucks so many dicks. Uh, it just sucks from every angle. His legs are so big. Like, the legs are big. But why is his leg so big? He's been doing leg day in no, but leg, Doing a, fucking squats does not extend the length of your legs. <laughs> That's from laying down for a long period. I mean, that would be cool if it did. It's because he's been laying down. I might actually go to the gym if I could, like, get taller by doing squats. That's weird, so he's been laying down for so long with his, like, neck slit open. And then just reappears all of a sudden. He's been laying down so for you, so... You know do, how in the sorry, morning? You know sorry, how in that, the morning? Does that imply that you think when you go to sleep, your legs get longer? No, but when you... I, you, know, you know the whole saying that if you, when you go to sleep, you're at your tallest. So uh, when you wake up in the morning, so if you lay down and you sleep, gravity works, so you know, uh, you're the okay, tallest. Okay, okay, yes. So, you know, back, yeah. back right, yeah, but... but it's because your spine is longest, yeah, right? Yeah. been in that coma for so long. <laughs> yeah, but that would, wouldn't that make his torso longer, not his legs? Who knows in Fortnite? Who knows? <laughs> the rules knows? just aren't the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Let's be honest. Right? Do you know what pisses me? Do you know what pisses me most off about that model? Is the two fucking torches on the base. The two torches. It's like why? Why are they there? Like who lit a torch? It's the 40th, what, 40, you know, 40th millennium. Someone's sitting there lighting torches on the battlefield. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Organization, man. Yeah, but we wouldn't be lighting torches. There'd be, you know, I don't know, some sort of light system, not a, a goddamn Disco. torch. Yeah, you know. Um, some guy running behind Gilliman. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
<laughs> I mean, if they would have included that model, I'd be, I'm here for that. Maybe, maybe the torches lead them back to Terra. It's like a Hansel and Gretel system. That sounds so gay. Um, well, there's a lot I don't like about that model. His face, why does he look like a grandmother? You know, he does. He does. There's no way around it. He looks both old and young at the same time, both man and woman at the same time. Which is fine, but not for Gilliman, who is a primer, you know? No scars, either. Well, that, that could be explained away by the, 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 the you know, the bath the tank he was in. Um, the bath. Yeah, essentially. It's just lame. His armor's weird. But you haven't answered my question of yep. why you didn't get past the poster boys when getting into Heresy. Because legitimately they are the best Legion. Like, it's not about being poster boys. They legitimately are the most effective and well-planned and designed. And I like building empires. When I, well, no, I mean, when I play Catan or any board game, the only thing I do, I don't care about the rules of the game, I build an empire. It just fits my, my imperialistic no, no, nature. So what you're telling me is there is a lot of Britishness in this still. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, listen. Deep down, deep down, you're a true Brit. I, I think that Churchill and his imperialistic natures were right, you know? Like... You were the one throwing the team. I, I mean, I would have definitely been Jack, tarred Jack, and feathered Jack been, if I was in the uh, Amer- Jack America. right at the front going, wait a minute, let's just hear these guys out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hear these guys out. This doesn't sound like a bad idea, this Listen, colonization stuff. They know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> they know, they're good at it. Oh. They got big ships. Oh. Good at, they're aircraft carriers of the, of the 1700s. <laughs> you know? it's like they're pretty impressive. Yeah, no, I definitely would have sided with the British. Um, you know, great organization, great military. You know, I think I look good in tarn feathers as well. You know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I do. I can yeah. see you in a red coat. I don't think you put it. I wouldn't be a red coat. No, I would obviously be like aristocracy or something like that. You know, a governor of a of a colony. <laughs> I could be good at governing a colony. You know. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense why you did go ultra Exactly. No, I, I I have strong imperialistic natures. Why'd you choose imperial fist? Like Sigismund. So the character that you think that's not that good, that's the whole reason like, you chose like, your legion. I like his character in a book, not because of his rules. What's he doing in the book? Kills Khan. Did he kill Khan? Yeah. Khan's alive. No, he, he kills him. Yeah, but Gulliman was dead at one point. <laughs> so, like Sorry. I said... In my heart, Gilman is dead. This, yeah, that yeah. new guy is not Gilman. This is exactly my point. So, you know, in 40k, anything can happen. But at one point, Gilliman was dead, so... I'm still waiting for the day that Dawn just pops back up and Ferris Manus is alive and stuff because they weren't yeah, yeah. Ferris Manus turns up without his head. How does Dawn die? He jumps through a warp pool. He doesn't take. He's not. He does a uh, wreck. Never actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's. Technically, he's not dead because he's not told to be dead. But he jumps through a warp pool. I just wish Games Workshop had like the balls to just like let's just kill people. Like like I don't need I don't need them to be revived. Let's just kill people. Well, the two the two one of the two two of the latest like Siege of Terror books had two of the best deaths. One of them was where Khan killed the Sister of Silence. Yeah, the way that was written was brilliant. Just how his number counter just went up one, so he doesn't even know that he killed her. Just runs through her number counter. 
things. Ah, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, if you haven't read that part of the books yet, then you need to catch up. Yeah. Um, and then in the latest one is with Warhawk, where Khan gets killed by Caesar. But it's just, I'm saying this to Scott on the drive up, the way that it's written is, um, it sort of sets itself up to be like this really big duel, and Sigurd pretty much just brushes him aside really he would, though. quickly. Yeah, he yeah, would. yeah, yeah, but it's just. That's the type of writing that you want to hear. It's, so everyone, it's everyone, unusual for the heresies to have a battle that is just done. Just done. And, and I think that like made the like made those parts of the book a lot better. Like, like everyone loves a big fight, but sometimes the big fights you think to yourself, no, actually this person is just miles better. Well, no, I mean it's what done. I think it's what Dan Amnett did really well with the ghosts is that the fights are calibrated correctly. Like, when the ghosts are fighting other humans, uh, it's like a proper slugfest, you know? But then when there's a Marine involved, it's like, okay, Marine just runs through 12 people, and then, you know, maybe someone slaps him out the bomb and blows him up. But, like, it's calibrated correctly, uh, which a lot of the heresies just too much bulls are born now, where it's just like, they fight, they fight, they, someone gets hit, you know what I mean? But yeah, so that's, yeah, but I mean, realistically, why I actually went Imperial Fist originally was, one, because I liked Seasman's sort of story, but um, it was just the paint scheme originally as well. And then I realised how crappy it is to paint, paint yellow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'll come sit over here. I'll come sit over here. I'm not sure which is picking up from nah, that's there, it. That's all. Can we just, um, I just want to make a note before we continue. Gin and talk number five. And what's got, you're on number two still? That's done. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you need to go get another one then, really. Um, I mean, you just keep laughing. I want to do it. I want to do it. Keep laughing. You should be filling that mouth with alcohol. Not right? even two o'clock, yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. It's a long time to <laughs> Well, that's, what? that's Jack's point. What is that logic? I should be scoring victory points every time Scott speaks. <laughs> <laughs> you still would have lost the game. Yeah, 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 yeah still would have massively would have lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, so realistically, the reason I'm in Imperial Fist was one, because I, I sort of see as well, I'm sort of going to the heresy, sort of, <laughs> to, to quote Tom, like his fluff. Um, and then, uh, but it was then, yeah, just a paint scheme, which I realised then I can't paint at all very well, so that's irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, yellow is not easy. It's not easy. It's all about the levels. It's the way forward. But yeah, so. But then again, we're talking about leriness and paint schemes. Someone over here in the corner has got purple yeah. scars. I can't paint my scars white, so I paint them purple. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, and, and to, the, to this day, you are still known as the guy who's the purple scars. That, yeah. in almost every event we go to. Yeah, However, you, you've decided to take Mechanicum and Scoria this weekend because you're a disgusting person. I'm like, Connor, <laughs> strong choice. <laughs> strong choice. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I, I saw the look at the sadness in his eyes as soon as you started putting those models on the table. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> he was very quiet every time I come well, It's because his, his whole army has uh, additional cover saves, yeah. and almost all my units have minuses to his cover saves. Because so. you're a terrible person. Just <laughs> It's pretty bad. Well, 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 go back to you. <laughs> no, actually, I want to dig deeper into this purple scars. There's a whole story. I started. I, That's why I want to dig deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had, a, I had, a, I created a successor chapter in 40k that was that was that was, well. that, that was not starting well. That was purple, and then I started buying heresy models to play in 40k. That's not. So you're getting worse. You're getting, then, worse. You're getting worse. Yeah, yeah. But then I heard about heresy, and I was like, oh, I much prefer the heresy stuff. But by then, I'd already had thousands of points. I think I've got like 
45,000 points of white scars. So I'd already had like a all lot. All purple? Yeah, all purple. And I was like, do I start again from scratch or, and repaint everything? Or do I just go with purple and, and just... Which one did you choose? Yeah, chose purple. You chose wrong. You chose wrong. You could have just rattle canned it, right? Yeah. <laughs> just the whole thing. White and a wash. Yeah, Done. white and yeah. a wash. Yeah. Like, like, like most purple scars. No, yeah. But I'm not very good. I'm not a very good painter. I much more prefer the modelling and yeah. modelling side. So all of mine have got magnets everywhere well, and conversions. Really. I mean, I'm exactly the same. How do you paint as well? You see my, my fortifications <laughs> I didn't get to use yet? And half the models that I paint, I actually painted models for this event that I've not been able to use. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's they, they got on the board. Oh. Thank you. They deployed. <laughs> they, they, they deployed in the dead position. Deployed on their side. Surely that's like new model syndrome, just they're new so they die the first game and then... But that, like, I feel like the game was a bit of a meme that it was such new model syndrome that there wasn't even a chance for anything to live. It was just like, you, they rolled, there wasn't even like, the, the, the guns he used didn't allow me to ever have any rolls. Yeah. If they're in cover, invul saves, I was like, just take them off. <laughs> I'm not, good fun. So what's your favorite aircraft, uh, aircraft <laughs> on an aircraft carrier? <laughs> Clearly the Marine Harrier jet. I don't even know how this conversation started, but okay. I'm always, I'm always happy to talk about it. It's got the VTOL ability. It's got the same guns as a, a A-10 Warthog. Warthog. Are you just hoping that the Americans are the first one to bring out the whole uh, I mean, that's based on the Nimitz as well, by the way. Just, just saying, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't like that. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I mean, this country just has like a few submarines. Imagine if you had one of those. <laughs> Flying aircraft. Yeah. Maybe we have, but you just can't see it. I really would hope that in this world there is like that level of fantasy to it that we just don't know about. Like there is fucking flying aircraft carriers that we don't know about. Like that would be so cool. Do you know the best thing is is if you just believe it, it doesn't matter what reality is. Yeah. Well, like flutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you believe flutter. So, but this is the truth. I mean, <laughs> prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, something wrong. Oh yeah. Prove that it wasn't. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but. So what was the other thing? Kind of a lot of my life. <laughs> what you need to do with people who are conspiracy theorists is one off the wrong conspiracy. So they were like, oh, I don't believe in the moon. It's like, oh yeah, I don't believe in the moon. No. <laughs> no, I'd be like, we landed on Pluto, not the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're never going back. That's why it's been, been demoted as being a planet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just one up conspiracy theory. I still think my favorite thing ever in, 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 um, in that moon conspiracy is uh, you've seen the video of the conspiracy theorist who went up to Buzz Aldrin coming out of a movie theater. You've seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't seen the video. Yeah, so Buzz Aldrin, like, I, I've was lucky enough to meet him a few times. He's... Because all Americans now Americans, obviously. Yeah, because my dad used to work for NASA, so I got to meet him a few times. And he's a nice dude, but, like, he suffers from the fact that he's done everything. Like, <laughs> he's just... He has done. He's done, right? He's not dead, but he's done. And so, yeah, he drinks. Um, and he comes out of a movie theater wearing a full, bright baby blue suit. 
that was awesome. Really cool choice. And this dude comes over and is like, why are you lying just about the moon? A 68-year-old man, 72-year-old man, I can't remember when he did it, punches the dude straight in the face, levels him. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you taken in your attacking list? No, why are you laughing? Because you know. <laughs> Scored, yeah, three arm attacks in a unit. That's like 900 points. Three arm attacks. Alone. Right. alone. Um, and then four Castellax, some Phalax, um, Volterax. I think that's it. And what so, type of event is this meant to be? A <laughs> <laughs> narrative uh, one. <laughs> narrative that allows me characters. Yeah, it's true. Like, within, it's true. The, within the rules. <laughs> within the rules, yeah. Very. Very, very finely detailed. Yeah, yeah. What I actually meant is that, yeah. It's that meme where like, they look at the line and like, that close Yeah, that line. close. <laughs> Here's the line. And that's how close to the line you are. I only got to combat with one unit, and uh, he did kill everyone in the unit. I mean, I suppose at the end of the day, you can give someone all the tools, but they have to know how to use them, I suppose. <laughs> I I did, I did in my game actually uh, manage to fire a vortex missile at a single model and annihilate him, which was fun. Fuck that model. This is the D-weapon vortex missile that stays in the game and scatters every player turn, yeah? Yeah. And you can have seven of them in the game? I can fire six. Six? I take, uh, there's seven of them, but I can fire six. I mean... You say it as if it's a bad thing, but they can also land on my own troops as well. So, you know, and damage my own things. Oh, narrative. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, Connor. Which, Connor always which, bring the D. Which is yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and at the same time, uh, it's within the rules. So, um, and it's not even the worst of the D weapons. So, you know, and it's only in my defensive list, obviously. Oh, I've done a score in my, my defense. No, mm, oh, fair enough. However. Vortex missiles being deployed <laughs> in an offensive list would have been quite amusing as well. <laughs> to be fair, it didn't actually do too much. I think, I think it. What did it actually kill? Ah, no, I tell a lie. It did wipe out one of it. did kill his Praetor and uh, most of his Terminators. <laughs> but let me put some context into this. So he'd got them out to charge my Praetor and my Phalanx Order squad, which I was happy for him to do anyway. So, uh, But just before he did that, I thought, I'll just fire a cheeky Vortex. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky one of them. Is this with your console with the PS5 that's shooting it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just realised in, in my game I didn't shoot a projectile weapon. I didn't shoot any guns. Okay. Which is very un-American. Oh no, very no, un-American. No, 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 sorry, no, I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just... no, no, I did shoot. I shot five right. combi melters and they all missed. Right. Well, yeah, that's probably quite American. Do they hit it in their own units? Just some civilians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That makes sense. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah. Yes, that, that is. Huh? Sounds like he was running a fluffy vest. <laughs> and the first, the first thing he shot was his home unit killed two of the people. Oh, wow. So that was, that's pretty helpful. So the loyalists have clearly done very well around one yeah. by themselves. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've taken the decision that loyalists can go and choose their table this time. Perfect. In which case, let's go. Lovely. Mission accomplished. We got him. I'm going to grab you again in a minute. I'll grab you again. Okay, and we're back. This is Matt now speaking. We're at the King Fluff. 
Oh God! Cataclysm of iron five. Relief of cataclysm of iron. Cataclysm of iron. No, it's cataclysm. Cataclysm of iron five. I'm sat here with Lewis and Tom, and may I apologise in advance for them? Okay, Lewis, how have the games gone tonight? Very badly, apart from the last game against Gareth, which pretty sure he was cheating most of the way through, but I've let him have a draw in the end. I don't know. I'm sure when he's editing this, he will change this or, <laughs> or might, might, might adjust what I say or <laughs> delete oh, it completely. Yeah. And did your dice betray you as they normally do or did you actually roll anything higher than a three this game? I think I, I think I did roll more higher than the three. I don't think I rolled like six ones or anything like that as normal and or not as bad as or not like I did with our last game where I rolled ten fours to save against a Vindicator shot so uh, pretty, pretty average I think this game pretty game which excellent I mean of course that is what happens when you take a 10 inch strength 10 AP1 large blast on a vehicle but there we go <laughs> no no glad you're having a good time and Tom how about you and your wax shields we talk about the wax shields a lot how are they going Do you? yeah uh, that's uh, interesting. As as per usual, we're going three for uh, three. Um, three, three. Uh, we've done. We met turn three Tom yet? No, we met turn three Tom on turn one uh, in one game, and then I learned that actually AV fifteen isn't that bad um, when you have melter missiles. Um, yeah, the black shields are doing pretty well. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going it's going decently. The apothecaries are really pulling their weight. Excellent. Um, do you guys want to run me through kind of what lists you're running for the weekend? Tom could do his list. Okay, so I'm running the normal um, Black Shields. Black Shields. Yes, thank you, Lewis. Very cool. Raw by War. So I'm running the Gene Book Chimera. So all of my infantry is Strength 5 and Toughness 5. I am Initiative 3, and I do get minus 1 to charge and run, and I can't sweep. But truthfully, it's not that bad. Um, the main bulk of my force is made up by uh, three 20-man Marauder squads. All of them have chain axes. Um, with the sergeants having power fists, so we're looking at strength 6 and 10 respectively. It's pretty good. Um, I have a Reaver Lord, a little bit toned down from usual, only a Refractor Field and a Cyber Familiar, uh, with some Rad Grenades and a Power Axe. Um, so he embeds himself in one of the squads and sort of gives them a little bit of oomph, uh, makes all of, the, all of the axes instant death on the turn they charge or are charged. Um, we've also got a Pravian with some Vorax when kitted them out completely. They've done all right, not probably not 400 points worth, but you know enough enough to make me uh, not regret the purchase. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm actually running Vorax as well, but I've gone the opposite way to you with it. Rather than going with the enhanced senses, is it the plus one ballistic skill? That's the one. Yeah. yeah, I've gone with a fourth Vorax instead, oh, which I has mean, been helping quite a lot. Yeah, probably a good idea actually. More is better. More yeah. is better. More is yes. Better. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, 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 what, what about these uh, two, li two lightnings with uh, with uh, is it crack and penetrate? Oh got yeah. There? So or just just quick just quick. Oh, yeah. forgot about them. Did sorry. You? Quickly. Sorry, sorry. I forgot about the, those. Did you? Oh yeah. To, to round off the list, we've got two um, primary lightning strike fighters with four crack and penetrators each, and a phosphate bomb cluster each. So, I've. Basically, been bringing made no them on. Friends. No, made no friends. Turn one, uh, so the first turn they come in, they'll fire off four of their missiles. Second turn, they'll fly over something and drop the bombs. So, you know, they're effective for two turns and then they're just jinking. They're a throw up jink. So, they're getting me attrition and um, last man standing points. Excellent, excellent. Um, <laughs> and what was it you were against in the third game? Was that Ultramarines? They seem to give you a bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, so it was a it was a it was a mix of Ultramarines. So it was um, 
some destroyers with a couple of Moritats and a lot of um, King, uh, King Fluff's um, assassins. So they're really fun, uh, interesting to play against, but they do really pack a punch if you're not careful. Fantastic. And Lewis, yes, I saw a bit of your third game there. You were playing against our very own Gareth. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about what happened to his Praetor? Well, his Praetor probably should have died a lot earlier in the game than it did, but we'll, we'll, let, we'll let him off with that one. Let it go, Lewis. Let it go. We'll let him off with that one this time. Uh, but he, uh, he managed to, his squad managed to get blown up completely by a, just, just a small shot off the, off the Storm Sword, which is fine. It's perfectly fine. Nice balanced tank. And um, he managed to get round the back of a uh, the militia militia backlines with the Medusa and the uh, squad, and uh, got beaten up by, uh, by the militia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Did lose a wound to Overwatch with las guns, and then lose another wound to being just beaten down by numerous militia. Yes, which is what, he, what they deserve really for trying to fight the Dark Angels. <laughs> the traitor Dark Angels, classically. People, people. Are you a traitor this game? Uh, Are you a traitor this weekend? Uh, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to catch up with you again tomorrow after you've had a few more games. Thank you very much for helping us out tonight. So, um, day one, um, really good. We've had loads of good feedback from everyone um, that they've had really interesting and different games each round. Um, that they've had really um, friendly opponents, that they've helped them with rules and that sort of thing. So, um, kind of really good feedback in terms of what we kind of want to do with events that um, you know it's a kind of building community where people help each other um, out and it's supportive and I think that's that's really good in terms of um, from our perspective for a wargaming community um, obviously there are sections of the wargaming community that can be a little bit negative sometimes um, but kind of we found here that that's not the case everyone's really supportive uh, and everyone's had a really good time so um, we topped off uh, yesterday with a barbecue um, so I'm still I'd like to say my hair is all still full of smoke but it's it's blatantly not um, I, did, I did have to Febreze my hoodie this morning because it's just like smell like a fire um, but yeah so um, we had quite a few people stop later on uh, into the evening like yesterday um, most people are back now this morning some people are looking a little bit more bleary eyed than others the guys who went out into town last night for uh, a few uh, drinks are not yet here, so we'll see how that goes. They went to Tamworth, they're probably being stabbed. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, so yeah, we had a really good day yesterday. It was really fun. Um, uh, lots of, of cheers and, and kind of lots of surprise things. Yeah, there's some really interesting ones actually. I mean, we when we planned it, obviously we were thinking that um, because it was like a mandatory part, um, and we've done this before on other events. We've had like mandatory mechanicum elements um, as part of the story arc. But um, yeah, with the um, fortifications, we've had a whole swathe of people bringing more than just the minimum. So we've got uh, one um, one fortification's got automated. Um, gun turrets, so the turrets move, uh, electrified void shield generators, uh, one of the, the fortifications is a, is a repurposed Tracy Islands toy, 
um, with, with the, back, the back the back kind of boarded up with with cork um, so that's that's really cool um, and then we um, and we've genuinely got some really nicely painted terrain and we've got and we've got yeah we've got a, a realm of battle tile which um, so as we were setting up the event we had to kind of make uh, special consideration for the fact that there's going to be a two foot square fortification going on each, potentially each table um, so yeah we've had to kind of so some of the tables look a bit odd um, because they've got this space to, to allow for fortifications to be put down. Um, but some fortifications are bigger than others, some are smaller than others. So um, yeah, there has been a kind of variety. Um, we've had one fortification made from guttering, which is great. It looks looks amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just bits of guttering and then um, bits of plastic and stuff and and Aegis defense guns and stuff like. That. So it's really it looks really cool. Very kind of like. Um, Got an 80s sci-fi kind of red dwarf type um, type setup. So yeah, really good. So the quality of what people have brought with them is, is really impressive. So you know, we're really pleased that um, people have gone above and beyond. So, yeah, it was for us. It was a part of the narrative element. It fit the story. Um, but by the looks of it, for hobbyists, for, for the players here, it's given them an opportunity to, to do a bit of hobby that isn't their normal, so kind of coming outside the comfort zone. And we've had lots of comments from people saying, I never take fortifications, I don't really ever look at them in the book. You know, it was a whole chunk of text in the, you know, a whole chapter of text in the rule book that very few people actually kind of plunder. So it's nice for kind of you to get your money's worth out of your rule book almost. Yeah, so uh, how did the... Uh well, the um, the traitors took an early lead in game one um, uh, by about 150 points. They maintained that lead into game two um, by about the same point margin as well. Um, as of game three, which we're just about to let everyone know, um, the loyalists are now 99 points ahead. So they've, they've probably pulled it back. So um, the, for game uh, four this morning, the loyalists will get to, to set up first. So um, so it changes the changes the um, dynamic a little bit. Could be uh, swinging. Around. It's well, it's literally going like one way or the other each game. So you know, it, it's anyone's guess who's going to come out on top at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, we're looking forward to the painter competitions today. So we're going to get everyone to put out their fortifications that they want to enter and their siege masters, um, and then we'll see who kind of walks away with a, a stiff at the end of it. Um, we kind of know at the minute who's on for the trophy and who's on for the spoon. <laughs> but with two games to play, it's not worth telling anyone what that is yet. So we'll kind of see how that comes out of the wash. Yeah, and you'd be surprised most people want that. Most people want the spoon rather than the tro trophy. It's like wood beats glass every time. So it's uh, we just need to just have everyone, give everyone a spoon, I think, at the end of an event. Here's a spoon, have a spoon. Yeah, everyone will go home, home happy then, but yeah, hopefully, um, I mean, it's it's a bit of fun really. We don't put a lot of onus on the trophies and stuff because we hope that it's more about the experience of coming and playing rather than actually kind of winning anything. Um, but yeah, we um, we kind of like to think that because we give everyone a player's pack and a t-shirt, everyone does go home with something they can remember the event by um, and you don't have to kind of smash people into the floor to, to, to win a trophy um, hopefully it discourages that whack kind of element that people kind of are well furnished with with prizes and, and, and special things rather than it being a, a win at all costs thing
So what, uh, have you seen anything that's been particularly crazy? Um, just random or funny or... Um, we've had, um, well we had a couple of lists I think people, because we do an event chat prior to the event, people can discuss things as it's going on and I think a lot of people were kind of concerned about Primarchs turning up and Warhounds turning up. Uh, sorry, I mean, anything that happens in game? Oh yeah, no, that's, yeah, so, um, uh, so the Warhound, the first game of the Warhound, I think it made it to turn two and then that, it was totaled. Um, uh, I think when Alferis has turned up, he's, I want to say he's died every game, but I don't think he has, but he's certainly not been, no, yeah, like, I, effective. I, yeah, I oh, you played him, didn't you? Yeah, I Did you kill him? Nah. No. By going to run against the opposite way of my army, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, tied his shoelaces together yeah. and spanked him on the way out. That's oh, yeah, Ravengard made a noble sacrifice. <laughs> As they do, that's Ravengard way, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, we've had... Um, We've had a, well. There's been there's been kind of loads. Um, I think most games have had kind of like one of those like oh my god moments. Um, so it's one of the players who's, who's got demons. who's saying that the 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 game came down to uh, a squad of possessed and a squad of uh, marines going toe to toe, similarly armed, um, and it was like each side was losing two two marines each turn, and it came down to the ultramarines just kind of that last little push and they, they kind of won from that so yeah I think there's there's lots of those lots of the, the players have said there's been lots of close games which I think they're the most entertaining games they're the they're kind of most fun games because you don't know how it's going to go and it's not that you can feel bad about losing because actually it could go either way it's just literally look at the dice yeah yeah absolutely cool excellent yeah <laughs> So we've got Jack again. What's your favourite submarine? It's obviously the Russian the Typhoon Akua class nuclear submarine. It's the largest submarine in the world. Just saying. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Too early in the morning for you to speak about submarines. I mean, yeah. It's just a big submarine. It's pretty cool. <laughs> so size matters? Oh, in submarines, absolutely. <laughs> it's huge. It's, it's massive and black. How did your How did your game end with the black shield yesterday? I was getting yeah, it's brutal, man. Yeah. I did. What did, he, what did he mix? What was the two? Did he do? The, is it it's black shields that where you can take the two different rights towards and legions and stuff? And he was. Um, what do you call it? Minus one initiative, plus one toughness, plus one strength for everything. Minus one top initiative, plus one toughness, plus one strength. Oh, that's crazy! On everything. What? I don't. Know. I don't even know what you take to do that. I don't know. I, I've never. Something with iron warriors, I take it. Uh, iron I mean, hands. No, there's just a whole list of. No, no, no. Oh, is it? Oh, is it just? Different. Oh, it's different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So yeah, and he had like six, seven, eight attack holes. So it was like top of the five, strength five dudes, crazy. That's ridiculous. Um, two lightning, uh, lightning strike riders. Yeah. So those were top. Um, and um, the Reaver Lord was like. And they, a lot of them can take rat grenades. Yeah. So they're strength five and your toughness is three. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, for some reason a lot of the weapons were strength six. Like he has chain blades. So they're all insta-killing you. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. So it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's really yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds brutal. To be it's good. It's fine. Um, I lost by two points because um, objectives again. Because of tactical objectives, you can score them. Like, you, the nice thing about tactical, the nice and bad thing about tactical objectives is uh, you can uh, score a lot of them in the same turn. So even if you get tabled, like I, I basically got tabled, yeah. I still scored two objectives yeah. out of three. So <laughs> and you and Scott played. Um, who did you play yesterday? You played Ed, Ed, Ed didn't yeah. you? with his nine. Yeah. His knight just got into assault, didn't kill me in, in his turn, killed me in my turn, and then in his next turn, assaulted again, and he did that <laughs> for the whole game, pretty much, so I didn't even get to shoot it. <laughs> so, the, and yeah. You lost that in the end, didn't you? Yeah, he pretty much tabled me. Oh, did he? Well, I, didn't I think if, we, if we'd gone on another turn, he definitely, he definitely would have done. Oh, really? Yeah. So he just... Uh, yeah, and, and the terrain on that on the table we were on, it was all higher than all of all of the um, all of the robots apart oh, yeah. from the Thanatars. So most of my stuff couldn't see most of his stuff. Um, but yeah, he had a, a Thanatar with a las cannon on it, which doubled out a lot of my a lot of my stuff. Um, yeah, and, and I say there's been one time then. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his his knight just just yeah just shot everything. I think he killed a Thalax squad, a Castellax squad, a Thanatar, and something else as well. Yeah, pretty brutal. No, no one likes seeing Ultramarines win anything, to be honest with you. They always do. <laughs> we got him. We, we got him. Mission accomplished. We got him. Uh, my, my, basically, my fortification has been wrecked twice now. So I took the. the yeah, I probably did. To be fair, I took like the Aquila strong point, but the like the um, vortex missile version. But it's twice it's been punched to death in like turn two, uh, and then had all its missiles just explode on me. So surprisingly, it's not actually caused too much damage to me, but. It's pretty nasty. I'm thinking of uh, later on taking a couple of termites with the hot white squads in them. I think that'll be really good yeah. against. Yeah, Scott, you're not allowed to talk anymore. <laughs> Let's not talk about hot flights and termites. It's literally the worst thing. No, I haven't. I, I should not. I'm just not. I've never seen any like I can. One alone is bad, but having two is. In fact, I'm done speaking about it. It's just winding me up. It's too early in the morning to be doing that. <laughs> One would say that one, two is definitely better than one, but it's more like it's more than double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. At, least, at least one, you can probably kill it quite quickly, but with two, it's always going to have another chance to yeah. shoot, isn't it? So oh, well, it does. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I I played. Who to play? I played Jack in game two, and he's taken Sons of Horus, and he's taken. Is it the Castellacs who have got the lance weapon, what you've yeah, got? Yeah, yeah, so he took those. They wrecked my fortification quite quickly. Although, I don't even remember what killed it in the end. I don't think it was that. I think he, again, I think he just punched it to death. But... Because if you put the siege um, master in it, you get wrecker as well. So that's yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. But they, those... Um, those Castellacs are so good. The lance thing is so, is, is amazing. Right, okay, we'll go do that then. Yeah, cool. The typhoon class is just the best summary. <laughs> so we've just had the uh, end of turn four, or game four. So, Ben, do you want to update us with what exactly is happening? Uh, yeah, so I think um, the um, loyalists have done a, 
a grand job. Um, as they were trailing off the back of the first game uh, by 150 victory points, they've actually uh, got into the lead now, but only by five victory points. So um, really, really cl- I think it's the closest we've had, I think, an event, certainly at this point for game four. So, um, yeah, it literally could swing kind of either way at this point. Like individual characters dying is going to have a, an impact on kind of whether the, the loyalists or traitors win at this point. So I think we should just make a special mention to uh, some of the fortifications we've seen. I know we've spoken about earlier, but do you want to talk us about the one that keeps moving? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of our players, Jack, he's uh, brought with him some... Um, animatronic fortification so he's got um, a uh, AA uh, gun that is uh, on a pivot so it's moving around um, he's got um, lit up uh, plasma thermoplasmic regulator things um, the plastic the devil kits. and the devil um, <laughs> and uh, his void shield is kind of a, a, a electrified kind of ball with the, the lining inside it and stuff so yeah it's, uh, it's been a massive effort I think to uh to kind of create some stuff that's really thematic and, and looks really good um, on the table. Um, but obviously, uh, having to, to move it in and out of rooms for <laughs> painting competitions and then put it back in again is, uh, is a bit of a mission. But yeah, it's, um, yeah it's, been really, it's been really good to see. And I think for this one, because obviously the painting competitions, we normally run our character, unit, war machine, uh, and then army as well. Um, when we do the kind of um, layout for the painting competitions the, on the the Sunday. Um, when you look at the armies, obviously there's a lot less in the army because they've got stuff on different tables for, for different categories. So today, because it's the two special things for the event that are um, in the painting competition, it means that everyone's armies are all out on the table. So it's been really good to go around and see the full force out on the table. Um, and it's been really hard. It's been really hard to kind of guess who's going to going to come out on top because there's some really, really nice armies um, the, the level of skill and, and kind of dedication that people put into stuff um, it really shows it really shows the, the models that they brought so obviously the swing has just come back to the loyalist by five victory points did you say yeah five victory points so obviously there was after game one those trailing by 150 yeah. game two those trailing still loyalists yeah I think they were still trailing up to game three so game four has been a real a real turn so, uh, is there any update of what exactly is happening on the planet with this swings and roundabouts, shall we say? Um, it's kind of remains to be seen yet. Um, definitely, um, the, the the kind of the official story is that the um, the loyalists kind of are in uh, are kind of pushed into retreat and they just kind of abandon it. Um, but I think um, potentially we might see that that turned on its head. At the event, um, which is, I mean, that's the reason why we're we're kind of crafting this story arc is that these things do have an impact on the story that's written. So when we get to the kind of eighth, in, well, the tenth instalment of the event series, it means that when that story's written out, it's going to be a true account of what's happened, uh, and that people, as they read it, players that have been to the events can actually read through it and kind of go, oh, I had an impact on that, or oh, that was my guy that did that, or or whatever. So um, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that story kind of pans out because uh, obviously we've not pre-written it so it's going to be interesting to see it develop as, as we move through the next three events so just quickly obviously this event has your uh, character progression charts 
Have you heard anyone's character gain? Insanely good or insanely bad? I know Lewis's one's, I think it's down to some like toughness too or something. Yeah, um, I, I don't think many people are using it because I think because there's additional rules on the tables and there's obviously additional rules in terms of one of the characters, I think. Um, but the people that are using it, obviously we say they can bring it to the next, we'll, we'll kind of sign it and they can bring it to the next event so they can keep using the same character if they want to. Um, I, I think I have heard somebody saying that they got um, somebody got plus one toughness, eternal warrior, and move through cover on a uh, I think it was a praetor in cataphracty armor. So that's that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, not insanely good as yet, but certainly enough of a tweak to to kind of see a, a, a good kind of difference on the table. I think. I mean, last event my character got. Obviously, I didn't actually get you to sign you off, but at the end, he got plus one wound, plus one toughness. Uh, his bolt gun got the get hot rule, and he was no longer able to seize. <laughs> so that went too too bad. But sorry, Matt's just bringing in my lovely Omega tank. Oh, he's just knocked all over my models everywhere. Cheers, <laughs> 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 Matt. Yeah, well, longer than four or five years. How long's heresy been going? <laughs> I've started a whole new heresy, just start a new army. Just, is there anything you want to say? Or yeah, um, yeah we, I mean, speaking from uh, mine and Ian's perspective, we've had a really good weekend. Um, we always do. We really enjoy um, these, these kind of heresy weekends. Um, there's been a really nice kind of laid-back atmosphere. Everyone's had a really good time. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're really pleased with how the event's gone this time round. Uh, well, every time round really, and um, we're really looking forward to the next one now. So um, uh, towards the end of May, um, where we're looking at um, kind of a version of Apocalypse for Heresy, um, where people can bring really large horde-based forces and uh, super heavies and stuff, and, and kind of play with the big toys and the big armies. Um, so yeah, we've got a f- uh, well, tickets are still on sale for that one. So it's. Um, they're all up on Eventbrite, if anyone's interested in picking up a ticket. Um, where it's going to be um, not team battles, but it'll be collaborative play. So um, it'll be loyalists versus traitors on a large table. So if you want to bring something with a ridiculous range, you can choose to shoot at somebody on another table if you want to, um, rather than kind of wasting it by shooting at guys on your own table. <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking forward to that one next. And then, um, and then we've got the... Um, Zermortalis doubles in in the summer, in July. So that, again, uh, the doubles we did last year was really good. It was a really good atmosphere. Um, so we should have the same again this year. Um, except the doubles last year was a little bit more kind of uh, standard missions. The Zermortalis one, because it's on, to- uh, on board the... Um, the errant Magos uh, Hector de ship, the Fidelitas Ego, there's, well, we've described it to people as, as like playing games on uh, the event horizon. So that kind of gives you a, a pitch of kind of where we're placing it at. But yeah, that should be that should be really interesting. Lots of kind of crazy in-game effects for people to kind of bemoan or amuse, or amuse them by. Um, so yeah, that, that should be really good. We're looking forward to that one. Yeah, we, we can't wait. I know me and Peter got uh, tickets for the Zone Mortalis one, the Apocalypse yeah, cool. one. Hopefully um, we might be able to come along and uh, do some recordings there yeah, uh, cool. of, of the day, if that's okay. Yeah, that'd be great. So, 
yeah, so we'll just go and catch up on a few players and see what they think of the event. So I'm joined. Must be loud. So I'm joined by uh, Morgan, who you might remember went through his list at the start of the event. So uh, I think there's something you really want to say about this. Yeah, our host here um, is is a cheat, <laughs> an absolute filthy, dirty cheat. There's no other way for it. I mean, capping an objective, sitting nice and pretty. What's he decided to do? Blow it up. Yeah, cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> so the the mission was to take the uh, command bastion, yep. and you had five ter- yeah five terminators and two ten man tactical squads. Tactical yeah. squads. You uh, thinned them out a little bit, to be fair. Uh, you did thin them out a little bit, to be fair. But then, yeah, well, you can't really take an objective if it's not there anymore, can you? <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, obviously there's no way I was going to take that, so uh, I just blew it up. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, it was um, a kick in the balls, but it was it was hilarious, to be fair. Because um, it was one of those games where um, you were dog shit, to be fair, for the yeah. first three turns. It's like, oh, you've killed about four models, and then typical Alpha Legion glass hammer, four, turn four, and like most of my army's off the board. Uh, so, yeah, it's a bit of poetic justice, I'll give you that. So, uh, it's this event you get a dice from, uh, Ben. Yeah. And I used that consistently, didn't I? And the highest number I rolled was two. <laughs> Which is exactly why I don't use that dice. <laughs> so, literally, everything was one. I'm there too, yeah. Um, it's a shame you couldn't have done that for your uh, penetrating role on that building at the end. <laughs> I think it surprised Ben, to be fair, when I said, what happens if I just blow this up? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'd say, I'd say, to be fair, if it ain't there, you can't claim it, can you? <laughs> so, yeah... Uh, How's the event gone for you so far? Uh, absolutely shockingly. Um, I'm, I'm four for nil. <laughs> uh, that is for losses to new wins. Um, although I've got a nice little game coming up where we're both attacking. So um, that'll be fun. But I, again, I'm probably not going to win that one. So I'm, I'm rooting for the for the wooden spoon. Um, I, I will go that's over the, the prize. Most, yeah, that's the most wanted prize in this. It's a nice wooden spoon, to be fair. It's lovely, yeah. I think it's going to do well when we pass the bakes up. But uh, no, I mean, all joking aside, who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one. Of the, I love these King Fourth events because you can go, you know, five for nil or nil for five, and you're just having corking fun the whole time um, which is brilliant so like, I played against uh, Jack's um, long range snipers with his ultramarines and his minotaur and his, his basilisks so they were brutal uh, I think he scattered twice in the whole game everything else was just dropping exactly where he wanted it and it was hilarious it was great fun did he say the typical thing of ah oh, this hasn't done out well for any other games apart from yours where everything hits perfectly it's, it's one of those isn't it it's like you never say anything but a one because you know what you're going to roll you're going to roll one aren't you so it's like oh these haven't done anything this game yeah alright whatever mate <laughs> well good luck for the next one I will catch up with you in a sec cheers buddy yeah yeah so I had a really good time so far I mean I've lost every single game but otherwise very fun um, Pete and I finally got a game in uh, considering Pete and I have known each other several years now we've literally never played a game before so we finally got a game in and he just just inched out a victory by his Praetor refusing to die 
which was just, yeah, ridiculous right at the end. They're being mobbed by night lords and just standing there valiantly or stupidly, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> uh, but I've switched over now, so I'm going to run a demons list for my final game, mostly because the table I chose matches their basis. <laughs> so... Did Pete get to fire his Vortox missiles at you? No, he did not. Not once. <laughs> He's been crying about it. Yes. No, no. So I used a stratagem card from the event once that made the unit only able to snapshoot that turn uh, for turn one, which stopped it. And then it got hit by a Venator, and then it got charged by Vorax and destroyed. <laughs> so without the ability. It didn't even get to explode at the end and destroy them. I just wrecked it as normal, which was just a beautiful feeling, but clearly still not enough. <laughs> So, Jack, you've, we've just been talking about your uh, fortifications. Yeah. How long has it taken you to make them? Long time. Pro- probably 20 hours. Yeah, it's 20 hours, I'd say. But I'm slow. I'm a really terrible painter, and I'm a slow builder. Well, I tell you what, your painting looks fantastic here. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, not as good as Phil's. <laughs> as the... Uh, has your rotating AT gun done anything? I forgot I had it until just now. Because <laughs> I, I, I forgot that the bunkers come with weapons, um, even though mine, I modeled one with a weapon. <laughs> um, it hasn't done anything because I haven't shot it yet. <laughs> so I will, I will try and shoot this game now. I'm going to need it. Yeah, so uh, he's just playing Phil. He's got a beautiful uh, White Scars army. Bitch. I heard it took him three, uh, three years to paint. God knows how many hundreds of hours have gone into painting this. <laughs> uh, to be fair, when I say three years, obviously, th- well, probably less because you said you started at the start of COVID. Yeah, so... So you've painted a fantastic-looking army quicker than what I've painted in the whole of the Horus Heresy of 12 years. <laughs> and mine looks shit. No, I think you're too kind. I don't think you're too kind there. That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. looks beautiful. To be fair, both armies look beautiful. Love the uh, basilisks. Absolutely. They're really nice. And Unfortunately, they're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I'm with Tom now, his uh, Ultramarines are just looking like they're going to get hammered. Uh, Well, turn one, the Black Shields advance pretty quickly. We're making uh, short work to uh, actually get to the barricades. However, my 20-man Marauder squad came up against a Contemptor and uh, has subsequently fleed. (laughs) So they're now being shot by bolters in the back. It's, um, It's not great. I'm waiting on the aerial support to come in to actually do some damage. Uh, AB13 isn't a joke. It's not great. <laughs> so how's the event gone for you so far? Uh, so far I've had four wins, so it's gone really well. I think my army's performed pretty nicely, uh, but it's just um, they're showing their weakness against armor now. What, uh, what's your unit of the event so far? Uh, my Pariah Flamer squad, actually. Um, they've done some excellent work, even taking out a full uh, plasma support squad. Being able to get torrent on the uh, flamers as well with my like specific uh, war gear is really effective. I, I can see you're uh, uh, 
Your opponent's got a massive handful of dice, so I'll, I'll get back to you. So we've got a recreation of uh, Cygnus here with Kabanda. I think Sangrinus is obviously flying over the tabletop and he's just going to spear him through the head. But uh, currently it's Kabanda versus uh, Day of Sorrows list with some allies of Imperial f uh, Fists, yeah? Uh, Shattered Legion, sorry. So yeah, uh, it's quite interesting to see. So, uh, do you want to talk about your demons? Exactly what your uh, well, I can see their uh, deployment is about two inches away from more the blood angels. Yeah. So this is Crimson Fury domination. So um, led by Kabanda. Uh, demon Lord, Trikes, loads of bloodletters and brutes, and absolutely in your face early doors as I um, come through. So, uh, anything within 12 inches, I have to charge, and I don't care where the blood flows from as long as it flows. Yeah, so you've got some fantastic Vortok uh, templates for uh, your deployment zones. So, the I don't know if you remember, listeners remember the old uh, fantasy Vortok grenades. You get, it's basically the uh, fi a five-inch version of that. So, did you make them yourself, or no? They're, they're the old original ones that I, I sought out from uh, from the Warhammer game because they they really look the part and they fit nicely into the theme of the army. So, all your uh, demons are on, obviously, uh, a volcanic basis. So uh, let's go and see how Cabana does. As a Blood Angel player, I hope he dies miserably. So uh, something like a crack grenade or something like that would be go quite well for me. Give it a go, yeah. So to yeah. am I on? Yeah, on? yeah. So Tom charged uh, two very large units of uh, Blackshore Marauders up. Um, one side of the table towards a trio of contemptor dreadnoughts. Uh, one ran away in the previous turn um, after getting slapped pretty hard, and the uh, the other one's just been swept by the. Uh, after all, three of the dreadnoughts piled into them. So, quite pleased with that result. See, one squad, one in a way, and uh, one off the table. So Tom's looking despairingly at his army. Uh, it's. Uh yeah, it's, it's a big issue. Uh, I take three squads of 20, mainly because there's there's a lot of attacks in there, but the moment you lose one of them, it's it's a third of your infantry force gone. It's not good. So it's great seeing the uh, old-school rhinos rocking out there, old second-edition rhinos. Yeah, I picked them up recently. Um, I've got another one I need to paint up, actually. But... Um, for a, for a force that likes to scavenge things, I thought sort of the older the better, and sort of scattered through my uh, my units. There's also some old Anvilus backpacks and um, some like original plastic uh, bolters as well. Yeah, it, well, to be fair, all the armies here look fantastic. So the, the uh, painting on here is is just being brilliant. But so I can see one of the uh, contemptors is taking a nap. So. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, the uh, last year Marauder Chieftain was power fist because of the uh, the roll by roll option that Tom's running. Strength ten, where massive increase over the, uh, the the strength eight, and I think he uh, just too many hits on the dreadnought. I couldn't make my uh, couldn't make my vulnerable save, so he went down. It's going to be a, up to the other two to kind of make sure that the uh, the unit is fleeing doesn't get back into the game. So we're back at Cygnus now. So uh, I think Cabanda's just going feel the wrath of some angel tears. Has he any shots had happened into him? Uh, well, we've had bolt pistols go into him and strip two of his wounds somehow. So he's a little bit weaker. Maybe with just mass uh, chainsaws and power swords, but we're going to get him. We're going to do it. So uh, we're going to watch the uh, rolls now. So Here we go. let's see. So assault squad. Charge. Four inch charge. We're in. Ah, yes. Look. That's absolutely fine. So, so fear check is all passed. So the angel tears are in. Now the angel tears. They're also in. So Cabanda's game hammered. Fear check. They're also grand. So nice. So there's a nice uh, Cygnus attack. So. An Angel Tears and an Assault Squad is going in and we'll catch up to see exactly what happens in a second. So now we've got uh, Imperial Fists against... Uh, fuck, my World Eaters. I couldn't think, I couldn't think then. I was, my mind totally went blank there. So, uh, obviously the Imperial Fists is a nice fluffy list. There's nothing uh, nasty in there, is there? Oh, there's a Vortex launcher missile thing, which is pretty nasty. It wiped a Spartan first turn. Thanks. No well-being players should be taking three Spartans anyway. So that's three Spartans. All filled, so... Uh, it looks deadly. So we've got... Obviously, Matt's running Cabanda, even though we've got Cygnus over there, but we all know how a dirty cheater Matt is, so... <laughs> I think it's a war of who's got the biggest base size, because Matt's got the Forge World Demon against the uh, Knight, so... So Morgan's looking lost here. I think he's checking to see how Farius has got... Uh, a return to the table top. No comment. Is he dead? <laughs> no, he's fine. He's, uh, he's just waiting for uh, a few Dark Angels turn eggs to decide what side they're on and then turn up and be brave enough to have a slot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking uh, quite close here. But, oh, it's really not. It, it looks like there's a massive Dark Angel Terminators all in the... Oh, we've got a nice little uh, assassin. Obviously, I'm guessing she's uh, independent because we both know there's two traitors, like Dark Angel. <laughs> so we're back at Cygnus now, so what's just happening? Cavanda died. Badly. <laughs> so, um, six on the Angel's tears. So, uh, yeah, so it's looking quite brutal now. So, 
I don't think there's many sh- much shooting. I think it's all just hand-to-hand com- combat, really. It's my artillery coming in from the back of the table at the moment. So um, they've done some great service, um, pounding through a lot of his units at the moment, ready for the bloodletters to take the charge. Uh, how was it when you lost Cabanda? Did it hurt? It, it, it was emotional. Yeah, so uh, we're back with Jack and Phil and their white scars are virtually in uh, Jack's deployment zone. There's a row of jet bikes and I'll be honest, it doesn't look like he killed anything, Jack. I killed some things. <laughs> so, I killed some things. Jack managed to take out the five plasma cannon bikes, which obviously is the only shooting that really I was relying on. But now we see three scimitar squads of five, six man golden keshig, storm seer, praetor, Sky Seekers, all about 12 inches from his barricades, and the assault, the uh, Ultramarine Tactical Marines have gone over the top, and they're now charging towards the White Scars bikers. So, how many white, how many bikers have you actually got in this army? Uh, in this list, it's going to be 21, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. I think 34 bikes. Bloody. <laughs> all jet bikes, of course. Yeah, all, all jet bikes. Well, you have got two uh, javelins, I can see. Two javelins and a Kaiser Gan as well. They're a good Fury at that. Okay, cool. Bulbis will get. Uh, everyone just gets two shots, actually. That's right. Uh, Bulbis can actually shoot. So it's two, four, six. It's uh, 18 shots. So Jack's Ultramarines have just trying to uh, shoot just before this wave of white scars hit him. Minotaur super heavy in this one as well, so it's like the upscaled basilisk on a super heavy chassis. Not AP2, unfortunately. So I think so far it's killed nothing. <laughs> to be fair, I think this is probably the uh, a table with they're both fantastically painted, so it's probably what the uh, perfect table to see because the both armies are beautiful on this table. Oh, absolutely. The Ultramarines are gorgeous. The most of them are in the Ultramarine Destroyer Company Black as well. Six armor saves. Six armor saves. Go. Let's fucking go. That's a good roll. Not bad. Well, they reroll ones because I already shot at them with the Legion Stardust unit. So. so six, you say? Yeah, six, yeah. So there's six two-ups. Six two-ups here. Everyone's fine. Everyone's. Love it. Love they've jigged it all out of the way. Nothing. The little tear has rolled down Jack's face. <laughs> <laughs> So Ed is uh, battling Matt at the moment, so uh, how do you kill Cabanda? I uh, cleverly used superior tactical skills to detonate my knight over Cabanda's face, wrecking him instantly. So really, that's... Just as planned. (laughs) Just as planned. So Cabanda's died in both... uh, Well, in both games now, so... uh, I don't even know why Sangreen just bothered attacking him. He might as well just let everyone else do it. He's just a little bitch, basically, isn't he, Commander? <laughs> Especially when Matt's buying him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, maybe I won't be buying the Forge World Commander model. <laughs> it would be interesting to see uh, how he scales, because obviously Matt's running the normal Forge World Commander. And for a change, he's not in a uh, plan pot, which is quite interesting. Plant pots to carry Charybdises is the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> to be fair, it works perfectly. So now I'm watching uh, 
Lewison's Scott, isn't it? Yep. Yep. I, was say, I, I did remember a second ago, but now you've put me on the spot. So uh, Scott's obviously just. Yeah, yeah, I've played Scott. Do you want to tell them what exactly happened to one of my assault tr troops? Um, they deep struck, uh, and on the table had a rule for uh, any model had to take a strength four hit, wasn't it? And um, I think seven of them died on that <laughs> on that drop. And then I had a Thanatar with a uh, an attached um, Magus with a, an augury scanner, and then. Um, basically destroyed them with the uh, <laughs> plasma <laughs> uh, plasma gun <laughs> so uh, yeah <laughs> so how many models did you kill in your phase um, very few I think wasn't it <laughs> like two maybe <laughs> and how many did you kill in my phase including the mishaps <laughs> um, 20 wasn't it or something <laughs> so yeah uh my turn one was more destructive for me <laughs> than his turn one. A little unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. We ended up being a quite close game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think we ended 2-1, wasn't it? Like, only one victory point in it. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, neither of us got uh, Slay the Siege Commander. But you won with First Blood and I got Attrition. So, sadly... First Blood was my Command Rhino, which meant everyone was scattering. Yeah, but again, I didn't realise I only did it to stop uh, or try and get my Volterax to come in on reserve roll. <laughs> and then you said, oh, that affects all of your deep striking <laughs> Blood Angels. So, yeah. Well, it was a great game. So now we're watching, well, what I'm hoping is Scott hammering Lewis. And they, to be fair, that's what it looks like. Lewis is playing a nice fluffy uh, list of... Uh, how many? Three Medusas, a Demolisher Cannon, and something that's fires 72 inch, Apocalypse, Apocalypse Blast, Strength 10, AP 1, ignores cover, you know, because that's a fluffy tank. 89 hull points. It's only 9 hull points. Obviously, there's a Spartan in here as well, full of his Dark Angel Terminators. So, uh, yeah, and loads of militia, they're just act acting basically as bodyguards because the uh, Dark Angels are so <laughs> brave hiding behind them. <laughs> so, I'm now watching uh, Dark Angels versus Sons of Horus. Uh, this was Capture the Command Bastion, which me and Morgan played at the start of the turn game. Uh, exactly what's happened to the Command Bastion? Well, so I'm playing the Dark Angels and I thought by the end of it I might not actually be controlling it, so I thought it'd be safer if I just blew it up and then neither of us can get the points for it. And so we focus on the other uh, victory point conditions. thought it'd be a lot, lot safer and easier for me. <laughs> so I don't think this Command Bastion's having uh, very much luck. It seems to be getting blown up quite often. I'm not surprised. It's just uh, it's too too high risk, I think, to uh, to know whether you're going to capture it, and it's the primary objective for both of us. So, worth too many points. So, how's the event going for yourself so far? 
Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's uh, good fun as ever. Some great people. Uh, it's not straightforward games. There's always some, you know, twists and turns in it, which makes it interesting. You're not playing the same kind of game you'd normally play. So yeah, as ever, really enjoyed it. And uh, how's this heart? This list list going? Well, sorry, not list. Uh, game going? This game, oh, it's, it looked uh, pretty scary at the start. Three three uh, contemptors came out of drop pods in the middle of my army. And lots of drills, but uh, I'm working my way back into it at the moment. So uh, I think his warlord's going to die next turn in close combat. I think you'll find he will. And then uh, and that's one of my that's my third objective to go for. So uh, yeah, it's starting to look up. It's good. Yeah, so I can see you're uh, using some nice drop pods. Well, oh. dread claws. Oh. Oh, so you're playing Dark Angels? I'm Dark Angels, yeah, yeah. No, so let's, let's, get the, uh, let's get the filthy traitor then. Right, man, how's it going? How's the game going for you so far? Yeah, it started off well and it's just slowly uh, sliding down. <laughs> so it's, it's going, it's going. Um, yeah, we got, so this is uh, Argonis. He's in Malaga's Thrills and he's about to get his head kicked in, I think. So it's going well. We did have a Reaver squad with him last turn, and they're not there anymore. So uh, they, they got smashed by the uh, yeah by the Enigmatic Canal. So <laughs> so yeah, they. I think he's going to die. Um, so the plan really is just to try and get through his assault marines and maybe take out his warlord after that. So that's like the last kind of the clutch, really. So it might be right. You know, I've got to get line breaker and attrition, so I'm just going to try and finish over here somewhere and sort of hold the line. But yeah, we've got a lot less men than last time. So I did have three contenders and they've all gone down. So I lost one to the vets with the melter guns, uh, one to the assault squad with the melter bombs, and one to the crater with the melter bombs. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, yeah, the the guys uh, the guys are dwindling quite quickly. But it's been a really good game, you know. It's um, yeah, it's really good. So it's sort of it's quite cool to use zombies. I I, paint, I started painting these Monday, so I kind of just hammered out as much as I could do, and then like that's why we got the mechanical allies because I just didn't have quite enough points to sort of put them in. So I put in what I you know what I needed to make up. So yeah, it's good. It's been good. The events are really good so far. It looks a bit well. Considering you've uh, hammered the air Monday, it looks fantastic. Well, both armies look fantastic. I I do think these events. There is a high level of painting, which I'm always ashamed of. My, my army's come to him there, to be honest. What did you bring? I didn't see your army. Uh, mine's Blood Angels. Oh, yeah, no, the, the, you had a lot of assault squads, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah I did see them. Yeah, they were really nice. Yeah, uh, it's, I love them, my assault squads, but they have died quite spectacularly this event, but ah, it's, it's, it's what you uh, come to these events for, because yeah, nothing dies in a normal way. No, that's it. Well, we had that on the um, that game over there with the lava balls, so every turn we've got stuff coming up and you know, like gas clouds and lava coming down that sort of thing and I think there's nothing went to plan I was playing uh, Matt on it and Matt with the Mechanicum um, we're playing on that and everything that sort of should have happened didn't and everything that really shouldn't have happened did so stuff like cutting down a whole unit of Thalax and a single sergeant um, I killed a you know just yeah just really silly stuff really a Dreadnought died because he couldn't get out of his pod and the pod exploded <laughs> so <laughs> so he just got killed in the, uh, killed in the wreck so yeah it's, just, it's been really good really the whole event's been Really yeah, I do think uh, it's quite interesting how many of your models the uh, table kills itself. I mean, I've, yeah, I've lost. Quite a few. Yeah, <laughs> I've lost many. Uh, easily over 50 models. My the tables have killed of mine through the course of the event. Yeah, sounds about right. 
Yeah, I think I've lost quite a few today. Again, on the lava table, just militia. I came on the board, fell through a chasm, and disappeared again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's nice. But yeah, it's been, it's been quite cool taking fortifications as well. It's been quite different. Just obviously the rules for them aren't great, but it's fun to take. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool seeing everyone's like seeing what people have made as well. So it makes the list quite different. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's some really good ones. But once again, it's so good. So has any crazy things happened to your list? No, no, nothing that's of, not of my own causing. My usual, you know, rolling ones all the time. So my. Yeah, yeah. Well, in my last game, my uh, Moratat deep struck in and rolled a one on his first weapon and a one on his second, so he shot not once. <laughs> and in the game before, he deep struck mishap and died. So he's yet to do anything in the whole event. But this is going to be the one. He's going to turn up now and you wait and see. <laughs> He'll do nothing. Well, we'll catch you in a bit then, see what happens. So... I'm currently back with Morgan, and uh, who's Alpha Legion suffering a bit to uh, the Dark Angels for uh, Land Raiders. But I've just been to the table up there with the Command Bastion, and do you know what they did? Well, let me guess, they blew it up on your say so. Uh, one absolute brilliant tactic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a nice little thing to do, honest. Very, very kind of you to say that. <laughs> Must have been tactical, brilliant, they've defied. So I'd, Scorched Earth. Yeah, I, I don't think the Command Bastions do very well this event. Yeah, the. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, hang on a sec. Oh, we're looking for five up now to, um, to not lose the game. It's a one. And it is a one. So, yeah, I'm uh, five for nothing, which is ace. Yeah. What's the tertiary? Attrition. Oh, yeah, you've got, you've got attrition. Yeah, um, so that was highly effective uh, weekend of um, don't bring Alpha Legion again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's your eye for bringing Alpha Arius. Well, yeah, everyone's been giving me a bit of grief about that, but if I'm brutally honest, this is the only game he's actually done something in. Um, I mean, he did the second game too. We had to uh, get Linebreaker, and he did a really good job of holding up the Ultramarines, um, but then I lost it. Um, and in this game, he's, he's wiped out a Praetor, um, Terminator Squad, Primus Medicae. Um, yeah, he'd been through them, and then the Interemptor said, nah, and then just shot him in the ass. Um, but no, he, he's, he's not that god tier Primarch. He, he's, he's not something to be scared of. Not quite the uh, Warhound I've seen walking around. No, no. Um, I'm glad I didn't play that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you're the only one, to be honest. I think I would have been uh, dead. So, uh, obviously, how's this game for you? I know, I know you've just won it with that dice roll. It's been a fun game. Um, so I've gone three wins and two losses this weekend. First, time, first outing of the Dark Angels. Um... They've been all right. I think a lot of land raiders in this list. I don't know whether that's friendly or not, but given some of the Mechanicum lists here and Demon lists here, maybe I, I needed my metal boxes to hide in. Uh, I mean, my list, I, I know struggles with land raiders, but I think that's the thing 
about heresy, even trying to make a balance list, there's always something you're going to uh, struggle against. Yeah, I think we have struggled against... Interestingly, we beat Mechanicum and Demons, who I expected to lose against, and we lost a couple of games against some traitor salamanders, um, and I can't remember who my third game. But we lost games where I thought, oh, it's some Imperial face. I've lost to the Loyalists and beaten the Traitors today, this weekend. Um, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. Enjoyed it. You, your uh, Land Raiders look fantastic, though. How's the... Uh, how are the... Uh, the Arcator Bombard. That's it, the Bombard. So it's their first outing this weekend. They've been... Okay, I think people see them as quite high threat and they're not that tough, so they tend to just get shot. Um, but if people are shooting at 140 points of bombards and ignoring the land raiders rushing at them, then I'm alright with that. And then the Terminators get out and punch things. Um, yeah, but not the most effective, should we say. So just on your. Arcus Morgan, did you actually take any other rounds or are you just running it with the normal ones? Uh, I took the Sky Spears, but um, I've not seen an awful lot of flyers here today. I went up against the Xiphon um, and I've got my Fire Raptor, but I've not seen a lot of other flyers around on the tables. I think somebody's got a Cestus Ram. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a bit of a waste of uh, waste of points. But you never know, do you? It's always worth it. Insurance. Going forward, would you? Because uh, there've been quite a few Mechanicum players. Would you uh, equip it with the anti-Mechanicum missiles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all that needs to be said to that. Yeah. <laughs> I kept telling the players that. Oh yeah, my whirlwinds have got that missile. <laughs> so yeah, again, you're just proving to the world that you are a cheat. <laughs> no, I just wanted to see their face drop. Here we go. I haven't really, mate. It's just the whirlwinds. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the whirlwinds have literally killed about three models, so this is it. As, um, there's a, a list knocking about with uh, three Phosphex whirlwinds. Oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. Yeah, that is nasty. <laughs> I've just uh, spoke to Jack about that. I've, I'll be honest, I thought you could only run one. But, uh, yeah. I wish I'd have run three. I might have done a little bit better. So we're back with the uh, ex aircraft carriers, although his favourite submarines are Russian, sadly. Yep. How's it going now? It's good. Ultramarines scored all their objectives. Even though we're going to die to a man, just like true Ultramarine fashion, we, we, we achieved the objective. Uh, and now it's just time for White Scars to cleave through some mooks. So, but to be fair, there's a lot less bikes here than there was. Still enough. Still enough. Apparently, it doesn't take many bikes to do a lot. <laughs> so how's the uh, the Basilisks gone for you? Versus this army, almost nothing. <laughs> Same with the Minotaur. The best thing has actually been the Vindicaris. Uh, you were saying earlier that they were rubbish? Verse, apparently, versus bikes, they're quite good. Because they can um, they ignore cover, so they can't jink. And it's strength 7 AP2. And I could use, I, I should have been using the um, D3 Wounds one, but I didn't realize the Spy Mask ignores cover. So I would have been doing a lot more. They're actually really good for scars, for spikes. Um, but, say lovey. I was about to say, you even really made a nice little uh, hangout for you on the top of your Void Shield generator. Nice one, sorry? A little hangout on top of your Void Shield generator. I expected him to be in there, to be honest. Well, I didn't put it. I didn't think I'd put him there just because uh, 
you know, it doesn't say that it has an amazing position, you know, in the rules. It'd be a bit cheesy putting like my missile launchers up there. Um, but yeah, it, would be, it's, it looks cool when he's up there. But uh, I think I think he's about to kill every model in my army in this in this turn. <laughs> we'll certainly try. I think it'll happen. Maybe not the tactical squad. Maybe. Oh no, shit, them. Definitely the tactical squad. <laughs> So, the Dark Angels, Sons of Horus uh, game's finished, so how did it go? So, yeah, it sort of all fell apart for the Sons of Horus, really. So, it was going alright, I took out his Warlords, that ended really well, I thought, oh, yeah, brilliant, we're going well, we've got this. Um, then I lost my entire tactical squad to a Enigmatus Kamal. We rolled up, just a single guy, rolled up, overcharged his sword and just killed everyone. <laughs> so that sort of swung things a bit, didn't it, really? And then after that, it was just a bit of a cascade downhill, I think. And yeah, I think the, my Magos and his Castellacs were just too far back. They were stuck on the back of the board because they were sort of set up to destroy the, um, the bunker if the Dark Angels took it. And the Dark Angels just destroyed it first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they've just been taking pot shots of things, really, from the back of the board. So they just weren't, weren't there to sort of apply, their, apply the power, really. And yeah. As I say, so my, my warlord got killed by his warlord. Um, I did kill his warlord with my centurion, so a combi merit to the face was quite good. But then, yeah, got cut down by the, uh, by the Enigmatus Cabal. The Volturax got shot down by the flyer. Um, and after that, it was just the Magos and his boys at the back, really, taking pot shots till the game ended. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good game. So, good yeah, this, solid the, free and the Moratat didn't die, which oh, I think is a first. Yeah, didn't really contribute much no, to the game, it has to be said. Four tactical marines. He was well worth his 190 points. Yes, he was. Yes. <laughs> MVP to Moratat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, he's going back to the range to learn how to shoot again. Flyer, that's going in the garage. <laughs> that's not coming out of the hangar again because uh, for the whole tournament, it's done nothing. So uh, it can't. It's not shooting down flyers and it's not shooting tanks. Nothing. So they're, they're, I think they're going to get retired quite soon, uh, which will leave me space. At, what that be about a short 400 points? I could get something useful in the army. I think. Terminator squad. <laughs> Another Terminator squad or yeah. seekers. Some seekers. I love seekers. To be fair, seekers are very good. I think. In a, in a land raid. Destroyers back in. Oh yeah, you could. That would really destroyers. I like my destroyers. They rarely do much, but they look nice. Other people do very well with destroyers. I've heard I they're think a good destroyers unit. Are great. <laughs> yeah, I love destroyers. One of my favourite units. My white scars. They're amazing. This seems. Yeah, I don't know. Just, yours don't seem to perform, do they? <laughs> they should. Oh yeah, the space round was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Rather than the enemy, twice in this game. It's an interesting tactic, but apparently it works. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's been good. Again, it's a different game, so we had different different objectives to achieve rather than a straightforward shooting up. Yeah, that's it. Well, who, who's going to kill the bunker first? Really, yeah. isn't it? That's <laughs> that was the question. So did you any of you use your cards for this game? Um, use your minefields, didn't you? Minefields for all of his stuff that came out of uh, Deep Strike. And so you glanced at Dreadnought? Glanced <laughs> at Dreadnought, and I did a couple of wins. What have you got 
much too, actually, didn't he? He advanced the X. That actually probably did make quite a difference, didn't it? Because the dreadnought there just died, didn't it, to a motorbomb. So if he hadn't been minefield, then he might have survived. So we're saying the minefield was more use than your Moritat? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah I concur. <laughs> I agree with that, yeah. More minefields, less Moritats. One in a different game, and I used it to drop my um, monstrous creature in through deep strike, and that was good. So, uh, how many wins have you contributed to the uh, your cause? Uh, one. <laughs> so I've managed two wins, two losses, and a draw. So that's okay. Nice and average there. I'm just holding the traitors down, you know. They were, they were doing quite well. On day one, when they were 150 ahead. I thought, oh, I'll even that up a little bit. So. Well, I've spoken to Morgan, who's yeah. he's lost every single game, so no, he needs a traitor, so he's definitely bringing oh, the he's going to take today. my wooden spoon, though, isn't he? Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was going for the whole weekend. I thought, I'm having that wooden spoon, and now... It's amazing how many yeah. people I've spoken to. And it's, oh, how's he doing? And lost every game. Lost every game. I'm thinking... Who's winning all these games? <laughs> There's one guy with five wins that's rolling around like, yeah. yeah. 20 games in the tournament somehow. Yeah, that's we don't it, know yeah, how multiple tables yeah. at a time. It's that wooden spoon. If there weren't a wooden spoon... Oh, I'd have bought a different armour, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have taken Reavers then. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good though. You know, and I hope in next event I'll actually have enough Sons of Horus to play a full army with them then. Since I've had to take some allies just to bulk out what I've had. But yeah. Cool. I think, like I said, I might not bother with the Reavers again, but I might change them up a little bit or get them a drop claw, like um, a drag claw maybe. It's in a termite, they're just, they come out, have a little go at something, and then just get blown off the board after that. So, and there are a lot of points. So I think back to the drawing board on them. But yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been good. It's been fun playing. And yeah, and I know how, know how drag claws work as well. Because we got to like, yeah, we got to like turn four. Because we haven't had the dreadnoughts in the flying stands because it's really precarious. It's not going to break anyone's models. I just completely forgot they've obviously got a flying arc. So last game I was going, these seem really overpowered. Because they can just like fire, you know, do the fire sweep. And I was like, this is mad. And then Peter's like, don't they have an arc? And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so we know they're actually not as strong as I thought. So yeah. learning experience there. <laughs> Mind you, I still lost most of my games as well, so if I didn't, yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the, so what we're saying, you lost most of your game cheating. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've done well. You was cheated yeah, yeah. and still lose. Cheating and still lost, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so five out of five, really. <laughs> it's gone good though, yeah. So yeah, it's been the event and all that. It's been really fun. It's been decent. So, yeah. yeah, it's just uh, just see what the best army awards are now. I think that sounded scary, didn't it? Yeah, it's going to be a terrain and lots of ones. Yeah, that would have been terrifying. So yeah, well, cheers, guys, for uh, and hopefully we'll see you soon on the next events. Yeah, I hope so. I'm sure you're right. Well, the next one's the one with the where he wants Titans to come and play. Oh, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm coming to that one. Oh, have you got a Titan? Well, I have a Titan. Yeah. Ozzy's going to use my Warhound. Oh. And I, he said he'll make up rules for me because I'm going to bring my um, Brass Scorpion. Oh, sweet. So, I, so I'm going to build and paint my uh, Brass Scorpion for the event. Yeah. Oh. It's got rules in, in Book 13, so... Yeah. Oh, nice. But I'm making it legal. It's not really legal. Well, 
really cool. So Thousand Suns now. Yeah, Tom Brady with Thousand Suns. Yeah, yeah. Brass Scorpion. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, I'm sure you brought Fries and Sons to all the games uh, I've seen before. I play Mechanicum or Thousand Sons, or now I'm trying Dark Angels a lot. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. Is he it, it your son, the two Mechanicum player? Ah, yeah, there he is. Playing uh, Emperor's Children with uh, Mechanicum this time. And it's only got the Mechanicum allies because he's not finished his uh, Emperor's Sons army. The more he builds, the less Mechanicum fall in it. So, uh, so you uh, bringing the apocalypse game? Um, probably not. I don't. I don't think I've got other tickets up yet for it or for the apocalypse game. Oh, are they. Oh, I don't know. Maybe then. I, I don't even know where it is. I might do. I don't have any sort of apocalyptic stuff really. I mean, I've got my white scar, so I just bring like. Is it four thousand points or how many points yet? Yeah, more. Yeah, I might bring a load of white scars then. There's like 5,000 points of white scars. Might be quite fun. So a lot of tanks, a lot of jet bikes, but just nothing super heavy. So that'd be interesting, I suppose, to see how many predators it takes to take down a Titan. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to so, see. Yeah, it'd be quite cool, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. But they're on a breakthrough in nine predators. Like, I think no one will hate me if they've got Titans. So that'd be a nice one time I can use that. Well. Sorry? Lots of troops in that because I could bring up a hundred tacticals. I've got objectives in the holding, you don't yeah, know. Yeah. And you can't kill a hundred tacticals with blast templates until both well maybe you can. Dunno. We'll better find we'll find out, won't we? See how, how many turns it takes to kill hundred men. But yeah, I might do that. That might be quite cool. Are you coming to the pockets then? Uh, we might be recording it. Oh, cool. So, oh, be nice. I'll just uh, ambush you all again. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll bring the white scars, <laughs> I'll bring the white scars then. You can ask what my plan is and I'll be like... <laughs> yeah, that's I'll, it. Yeah, I'll go. Around, yeah. So, uh, who's destroying the command bunker? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you see us playing again, you'll know. You'll be like, is the objective in play? We'll be like, not really. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. But yeah, oh, cheers, man. So I'm back with uh, Phil and Jack, Ultramarines versus White Scars. How did it go? Yeah. It went about as I expected. I knew that I wouldn't be able to hold off the White Scars, the wave of bikes. Um, it was just, could I score objectives while, while getting killed? <laughs> and the answer was yes. Not as many as Phil, uh, but I did score enough to have a solid showing. <laughs> yeah, we, we both got all three of our objectives, yeah. primary, second, and tertiary. They were using tactical objectives and all the initial 40k, so they, they didn't quite yeah. work out, they very balanced. Yeah, but, not really. Uh, they made for a fun game. Yeah, I mean, it's the only reason, it allowed me to claw back some, some points, just because I scored weird objectives. <laughs> it's good for the ultra got slaughtered to a man, and to a building. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Vindicator make, uh, Vindicator, sorry, make it out? No, no one made it out. Everyone died, every building died. <laughs> Everybody's dead, <laughs> So, uh, resident uh, power gamer, Matt, has obviously uh, had a right solid showing and obviously smashed his opponents to a man. Uh, someone was smashed to a man, but it wasn't my opponent. <laughs> Yes, the demons got sent back to where they came from very, very harshly with their tails between their legs. Um, I just couldn't put out enough power to, to deal with the ultramarines. So uh, this is obviously a uh, volcanic world. Yeah. Did anyone die from uh, the world itself? 
Uh, one bloodletter died to some poison gas. Um, other than that, I don't think much really happened. We, we had a, a large explosion happen in a few areas, but it mostly scattered off and missed everyone. Oh, that's a disappointment. I always love it when uh, the board kills people. Normally happens to me, though, I can guarantee that. So, uh, an easy victory for you then, Ed? I don't know if I'd go say it was easy. I mean, it definitely, <laughs> definitely swung when Cabanda died. I mean, after that, the game was in my favour. Um, the Cataphraxi coming in and destroying the Bastion as well. I mean, that, that kind of meant I'd sewn up the victory points by, I think, turn two, really. So then so Matt was going to have to table me at that point to, to kind of clinch the game. So, um, But good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun yeah. to play against the Demons. They look great on the table. Um, they're really matching the kind of basing scheme and the colour scheme as well, so felt very thematic. So, uh, what's everyone's results so far? Losses, wins? I don't know what the word win means this weekend. <laughs> no, no. Five losses, but a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, I think I've probably mentioned this about five times now when this show will be released. Everyone seems to have about five losses. I don't know who's winning all these games. It's not, I'm not winning all of them. I won three and lost two, so I'll take that. Yeah, solid Win challenge. more than you lost, it's good. I reckon likely candidates, Connor. Connor's probably won all his games. Uh, I might have to get him in a second. Horrible go- gobby southerner. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's won five. Tom, Tom and his wax shields, last I checked, were on a four wins, so I don't know how they did against the Ultramarines there. He, he said he were. I spoke to him about two turns in and it weren't going great for him, but he seems to have held a long time, so uh, I think he might have just been playing the uh, psychological game there. <laughs> Looks like they're still going, actually, as well. Although there seems to be dice being put away, so maybe it hasn't gone that well. Yeah, it's, uh, I've had positive vibes from everyone who's had played this weekend, which is always good. It's been a good event. And here's the uh, Fortification King uh, has just come back over, Jack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that title. I'll take that title. I'm not going to call it American, my lord. <laughs> well, I will be British soon, so you can so very soon. You have to Wait, drink tea then, though. I, I do drink tea. <laughs> it's not on a Sunday on a gaming event. It's full of coffee mode. <laughs> so, uh, how many gin and tonics did you have yesterday? Again, next event. That has to be in the event. Like, what's the point of drinking if you're not going to do it to win? Um, I think it was, it was 12. <laughs> 12. Well, I did look over at you after the first game and you had four yeah, no, I, on the table. I had four least. per game. Yeah. thought it would make sense. One, one pack per game. I like the uh, abuse he was giving to Scott for not drinking enough. Since some men are weak, some are strong. <laughs> Talk about your finished game. Um, so the last game was really fun. It was sort of a horde on horde. Uh, sort of 60 to 70 black shields versus uh, 60 uh, ultramarines with some uh, heavy weapon squads and and the like. Um, really good. First couple of turns took a massive pounding from Contemptors. Two of my squads were swept. So really lucky on turn two when I managed to bring all my reserve rolls in with the help of the Damocles. Um, the lightnings killed a bunker each. And it, from that point it was 
I really gained momentum. Uh, the Vorax also did a lot of work against Tactical Marines, which is a good pairing. I've, uh, they've seen some really good action this weekend, actually. Uh, overall, a really fun game uh, and uh, a victory to the Black Shields. So, have you won every game? Uh, yes, I have. Ah, so you're... We've been looking for the players who've won every single game because there seems to be uh, a lot of people who've lost every single game. So, Well, I, I, I'm not sure whether I'll win. I hope I do, but um, there's some really strong forces out and about uh, for the last couple of days, so I think any of them really deserve to win. So uh, we'll have to get you a block of cheese. <laughs>